Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're now logged on to listening to the middleman talk show on blogtalkradio.com. And I'm Alan. This is Kevin. And this is Jean. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Thanks for you all tuning in to the live and the best show on blogtalkradio.com. We have a great show planned for you all today. Hope everybody had a blessed weekend, stayed out of trouble, and made us home safe with your family and children. What up? Stay out the heat. It was extremely hot this weekend, too. Yeah, oh. you, you talking about being safe and all that good stuff. You wild out. Look, man. I'm grown. Completely. You wild out. What you do? Nothing. Nothing, Jen. Uh, that sounds a little any- too innocently to me. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. I stayed at home and ate popcorn and watched Red Box movies. Mm-hmm. With a friend? By myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he showed no stay at home. Bite wow. neighbors, call the cops. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, how's everything going, man, on your side of the road? It's going well. It's, like, hot, but, like, if, if you're in Georgia, you know what I'm talking about. But today was actually kind of cooled off, so... Um, that was really, really nice. And so um, school got started here um, this past week, so you got to see all the neighborhood kids go to bed on time, which is awesome. They won't be outside making noise. Um, and besides that, I just, I've just i been also looking at, you know, the news. A lot of important things unfolded this week. Um, um, well, the previous week our credit score as a country dropped, um, which was very right. devastating. And, and also um, our stocks plummeted this week you know some you know at one point I think it was like over 100 points it dropped but you know by the end of the week they started to go back up so that's good news um but and also I, I have a lot of friends and family and, and people that I know that are looking for jobs and I wasn't surprised that you know the president's job rating um the overall unemployment rate for the country is is still at devastating levels and you know it's just that we need a pull together as a country and, and not look at just our elected officials but you know ourselves and, and think sure. of things like what can we do to solve these types of problems that's true that's they true. ain't gonna work with that man they want them out they want them gone that's all it is to it 
Yeah, I, I, I think so too, man. It's just been <sighs> this time it's gonna be really hard, I would say, uh, during the election process. I mean, you have a lot of candidates out there who are running. Uh, this time, uh, a lot of Republican uh, candidates that I have been seeing so far. I don't know if I've even seen any. Well, they had uh, the debate this Democrats, week. I, I don't know if yeah. you if you watched it. The Republicans had their. Um, candidate debate um, in Iowa, Michelle Bachman, right. who I think is like the devil, she ended up coming up on top, you know, but it's, it's, you know, it's very scary. I don't know if any of you got a chance to watch it, but it's some of these opinions and some of the things that, you know, some of these people say, it's very scary to think that they could be running our country very soon. Well, uh, what's that dude that just announced he's going to run for president from Texas, the governor, former governor? Oh, yeah, I heard he was an idiot. I, I well, heard he was an idiot and I, I, that he was very dumb and that he was even dumber he, than Bush. He's very dumb, but he will be the next president of the United States. I don't know. Uh, I don't follow, know. No, 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 no. Follow me. Mark my words. If this guy becomes the next president of the United States of America, y'all get ready for hell on earth. That's all I'm going to just tell you now. I think that the country is a lot smarter uh, than what yeah, people yeah, give yeah, it credit for. I'm going to explain it to you later. I'm going to explain this one to you later. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I don't know the what last I'm talking about. You, oh, yeah. I think maybe you were among the critics, you know, in the beginning who thought the country would never elect Barack Obama. But we Ooh. did. there are a lot of smart people I in this country. That. No, I didn't say that, Jen. This one right here is a little bit different. Well, a lot of people different. thought a lot of people thought he would never be elected, and I think that people don't want that Jen. same old dumb politics Well, forget about anymore. it. I just said there was a meeting that our president went to before he became elected two years in advance, and this same cat went to the same meeting, and uh, yeah, look mm-hmm. like we're gonna have another president next go round. Mark my word. If it if it's true, the world has changed in front of your eyes, and you just ain't seen it. We'll see. we'll see. We have a lot of, you know, to our listeners out there, we're going to do a political show and we're going to talk about a lot of political movement that's going on in the country right now and, and what's going on. So, you know, stay tuned so you can hear, you know, our opinions and, and we're going to give a little feedback and explanation about things that are going on in the country. Right. Oh, yeah. Dan, I, um, I never asked you this, but what are your thoughts about Herman Cain? I think that, that to, to all know, that's like the black Republican guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's the yeah, big version I, of um, Armstrong. Armstrong Williams. That's all he yeah. is. Yeah. I, I think that he's a classic Toby syndrome. You know, like, a lot of things that he say, you know, I have family members. I'm I'm African American. I have family members that are Republican. So I'm not saying just because he's Republican, um, because a lot of people are what I wouldn't even call Republican. I would call fiscal conservatives. Um, but I think that a lot of some of what he's I've heard him say is disturbing that, to say or downgrade things um, like, for instance, affirmative action to be against or to eject things that may have helped you yourself get in the position that you're in now and and to always you should always have in your mind that 
you are a minority too, and, and you should have empathy and understanding for people like yourself and, and want to help people like yourself. But to down your own people or yep. to be totally yep. unempathetic, mm-hmm. you know, is disgusting. Right. Most definitely. Go ahead, Kevin. No, I was going to say one thing about him is the fact that just like what we're talking about entrepreneurs and, and exactly black entrepreneurs, um, Herman Cain was a black entrepreneur at one time. Like Jen said, a lot of the yeah. programs that were out there that helped him secure the, the position that he has now is on the back of, backs of others, and he just want to act like that's null and void. I don't understand it. And I think it's disrespectful. I think that when you get in a certain position, I think you do have a responsibility to not only yourself but your community to reach back and give back and to help because someone helped you. Someone lended you a hand. Someone did something for you and you should be eager to do that for your community as well. If we don't take on that mindset, well, look what's happening today. Look look what kind of environment that we've created today is that people have forgotten that you just don't reach back because it's something to do. You reach back because it's a responsibility. That's right. Go ahead. That is true. That is true. I would say, you know, due to, you know, some of the things which we've seen in the past, um, people using certain levels of their life to get over on people to get what they need in life and not giving back, that's, that's going to be a continuous a continuous cycle due to which we're going to, going into now, and that's, that's something that we're going to discuss on uh, the political show that we're going to do in the future as far as with the, um, the middle class. And uh, cause Kevin and I had, had a particular talk earlier today as far as the discussion about the middle class work as far as uh, due to the financial status is really going to hurt them and it's really going to kill the poor. And um, that's something that's, you know, it, it scares me and it scares, the children, well, it scares me for the children behind us. Um, and also due to the student loan situation, that's another situation that I think we need to discuss as well. Um, so people that, you know, Chill out, are man, away. Today, too many show ideas, man. Too many show ideas. Somebody else going to jack us. Chill out. I understand. But I want, I want to let everybody know out there, you know, make sure you're going to read up on information about the student loan criteria and the student loan situation that they got, that they're changing now. So make sure that if you have a child who's entering college or you're in college now, Make sure you read up on the new student loan law and the uh, criteria for it. So please pay attention to that yeah. as well. Yeah. So let them know what we talk about today, man. Now today we're going to spotlight some black entrepreneurs, and uh, pretty much today we're going to give uh, we're going to interview three uh, black business owners, and uh, the guests in which we're going to interview today, one of them owns his own pharmaceutical company, the other one. Uh, owns his own uh, Senate creation company, and the last one that we're going to review um, has his own uh, hunting company. Uh, the first, our first guest, his name is Hawassa Harrison. He owns Global Pharmaceuticals Pharma in Columbus, Mississippi. And um, he will be informing, you know, how he started his company, some of the things in which he's done to get to where he has got uh, to this day. And our second guest is uh, Samoan Greenwood, and I'm suspecting his father will be calling in as well. He and his father owns their own scent, scent, uh, scent and fragrance company uh, from Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, they also sell lamps as well, too, to go along with the, uh, with the fragrance. Um, 
And our last guest of today, which is uh, Rodney Johnson and also Benjamin Rush, they are owners of Impulse Hunting. They are a black uh, up-and-coming hunting company uh, in which they will be informing about the particular comic squads, what they will be doing, uh, such as creating their own uh, TV series, clothing line, you know, competing in uh, hunting competitions as well. Um, so we have some pretty interesting guests today. Um, we want everybody to, um, if you have any questions or comments that you want to speak with any of these of our guests, make sure that you dial 718-508-9972. Uh, if you're on the chat board, place your comments there. We'll definitely get to them. And if you have any questions for our guests today, we'll definitely get to them as well. Um, this show is a great show. We're going to try to c- continue doing this uh, every now and then and also on every um uh, Episode, you know, we're going to introduce a new black entrepreneur or a entrepreneur, independent entrepreneur in general. We want to help out those who are on the come up, get their product out there. You know, this is the reason for this particular show today, and we're excited to have our guest tuning um, in and calling in today. Okay, sound like a little old man over there for a moment. Bill Rathers, chill out, man. Finally, Nick walk in the building. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm here. Don't, uh, pardon me, you know, it's uh, traffic out there. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, we know. Signing autographs at the stoplight, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah. Signing little baby foreheads. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. Hey, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, we, we're talking, as you already know, the topic of the day. Black entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs really, uh, just to be in our community. Uh, There's something we definitely need to uh, spotlight more often because nowadays, with all the disparity that you see with people not having the opportunity to have jobs and, and things of this nature, it would definitely help our communities out if we can support businesses, businesses in our own community and also rebuild from that standpoint. So definitely, we definitely need to make sure we continue to help bring and shed light to these uh, businesses right here. And uh, hey, I'll go ahead and take that away, man. It seems like we got our first guest to tune in. Okay. Um, now we're going to bring in our first guest of the day. His name is Hiawatha Harrison. He is the owner of Global Pharmacal Suda in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring in uh, everybody. Uh Okay, some we got something wrong with that line right there. Okay. Yeah, we needed to get wow. him to check that line right there. Okay, one second. Let me see if I can get in touch with him right quick. All right, uh, Jen. Yes. What What's the um? What do you think about like a lot of people out here that are trying to start businesses? I, I don't think a lot of people know about the SBA. Or do you guys, are you guys familiar with the SBA Small Business Association? Are you guys familiar with that? No. You can check your local colleges, state colleges, or whatever. They can help you draw a business. And you, you said it before, you got to have a business plan to be able to come and start your own business, show out like five years' worth of work that you will be able to uh, conduct to show that the growth of your business can happen so you can get that loan. Um so, so y- 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 y'all never heard of the SBA? Okay, 
Okay, let's. No, no, I haven't heard of that. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and see if we can bring our guests back in and see if this line is pretty good. How are you? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, brother? You got it. Everything's good. All right. Go ahead and take it away, Al. Yeah, we appreciate you calling in today, uh, Mr. Harrison. We want to uh, let you go ahead and explain, you know, what the company consists of, you know, how long you've been in business, uh, where you're located, and uh, what type of uh, service you provide and who you serve with your business. Okay, uh, we're a DME company, a durable medical equipment company, located 3600 Blue Cut Road, Suite 8, Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, we do hospital beds, home oxygen, bedside commodes. We actually set people up in the home as if they were in the hospital. Okay. Uh, we, we're licensed in Alabama and Mississippi. Uh, we do CPAPs, BiPAPs. Uh, the whole spectrum of the DME uh, field. Uh, we have two licensed therapists, a pharmacist, the office managers, two secretaries. Uh, we are accredited, nationally accredited. Uh, we deal with Medicare, Medicaid, Alabama and Mississippi, uh, most all insurances, Blue Cross, TRICARE, uh, App, Aetna, you name it. Uh, okay. okay. We are in just about all insurances network. Okay. Is there, like, any other particular criteria that um, you all look for as far as potential clients with your service? Uh, no, what... Mainly what we look for is insurance. Uh, we could uh, run an individual's insurance, find out whether they've had the equipment that they're requesting from us. We have to have doctor's orders. Mm -hmm. uh, and we do go to clients' homes. Some may come to the office. but Okay. We may. Go ahead. I was going, how long have you guys been in business? We've been in business since '01. We, my wife and I, have owned the business since '04. Okay, okay. And what what made you decide to go into this particular field right here? Because, as we all know on the phone now, and everybody that's listening out here worldwide, that the medical field is pretty large, and a lot of money can be made in the medical field. But what were some of the things that that drove you towards this lane as far as doing? this particular type of business? Well, I'm a registered therapist by trade. Okay. And this is part of respiratory therapists called a home care side of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a medium that's wide open. Um, like I say, you could do pretty good in it. Just make sure you stay on the right track. And they focus on what you're doing. Okay. Um, what about, um, I guess you would say, um, aspiring respiratory therapists? Would it be anything that you, well, what would you recommend for them? Um, like as far as that they would want to start off with their own business or maybe starting off working under somebody, which would be a good route for them to do this? Uh, I would advise anyone to... If you are in the respiratory field, 
get your experience through hospital work. Mm-hmm. If you want to go off in the home care field, find the market that you feel will work for you. Uh, get all your licenses. Uh, and what are some of those licenses you would would you suggest? Uh, you have to be a licensed therapist. Uh, Medicare, you have to have federal ID numbers, Medicare, Medicaid ID numbers, private insurance ID numbers. Uh, It's a Mm -hmm. long process, but the end results are worth it. You say it's a long process. From a a scholastic standpoint, would you need to go to a specific type of college or or a specific type of uh, school to... To help you obtain those type of licenses? No, you wouldn't. Anybody could open up a business, get all those licenses, but you got to have licensed personnel working for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a licensed respiratory therapist to own a DME company. You just have to have licensed respiratory okay. personnel working for you. What, what are some of the challenges that you face as far as with your business? Because, I mean, you know, small company, but you have a mm-hmm. large area that you cover. Um, right. What are some of the challenges that you face? Uh, the biggest challenge that we have faced is the turnaround on uh, putting out equipment, uh, the payback, as they call it. Okay. Uh, uh, getting your money for the services that you provide. That's about the biggest challenge. Uh, you have to have a network where you can get your equipment, uh, you just you can walk in a Walmart, Walgreens, and get some stuff mm-hmm. uh, off the off the uh, rack, as they call it. Uh, okay. Other stuff you've got to have companies that you can get a line of credit with uh, and get you a net with them, where you don't have to pay them back the very next day, but get yourself some time to pay them back. Yeah. Okay. And make sure you can get your money from your whatever insurance entity that you're dealing with, plus the customer. Okay. Okay. Now your primary. Your, your, yeah. Go ahead, Jean. Oh, when you were first starting your business, and you like, what were what were some of the things that made you just? I know. I guess starting a business is a scary and adventurous thing all in itself. Like, what made you say, "I can do this"? Stepping out on faith. I keep hearing that one. Uh, that's, that's a common word right there. And being confident in what you're doing, making sure you can provide the services that you say you can, and doing it in a timely manner. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as being a black uh, business owner, um, is there any particular uh, struggles that you encounter as far as being a black business owner? Um. Just there are times, you know, your color do may cause you some problems, but you have to keep your head up and keep keep going forward. There's always negativity in anything. There's always naysayers. Uh, you keep a positive attitude. Have professionalism about yourself. Uh, over three quarters of the time, people overlook who you are. As right. opposed to what you are providing. So that, what was the 
I'm sorry. What was the the biggest problem that you first faced when you started your business? The biggest problem I first faced starting the business. You know what? That's been so long ago. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know what it what it would have been because we have been thriving from the time. We I initially started the business for two business owners, and since we've had it, we hadn't missed a beat. Uh, great. So I was great. in it from the ground up, and we just kept doing what we were doing. Uh, right. Got our accreditation and got over that hump, and just been moving forward ever since. Okay. Now, I would hate to uh, backtrack. I would hate to backtrack on this one, but mm-hmm. your company, respiratory, respiratory therapists, and all that, you're primarily dealing with people, family members, and stuff like that. Do you find any challenges dealing with? You know, I, I noticed you said you go into homes and you know you help the family as far as uh, get them in a good setting in their home with the, with your equipment. Do you mm-hmm. run across any problems with that? You know, with, with yeah, some you know, clients? you got you you have people that have. I call it a kindergarten degree mm-hmm. that, you know, feel they know everything and can tell you how to do your job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you just have to, you have to deal with it. Like I said, keep a positive attitude. Let them understand where you're coming from, why you're doing what you're doing, answer any questions they have. And, yeah, even have people going on the Internet getting stuff. As soon as they get it, they call you. Well, this thing's not working right. Uh, can you fix it? I can't work on anybody else's equipment. That's true. Right. You know, so the internet is a good thing in some sense, but when it comes to like medical equipment and stuff, you can really mess yourself up by going online and getting it because you're not going to have that uh, maintenance service that's required on any equipment. That's true. Okay. Okay. So. Uh-oh. What would you say would be like your next uh, business move or future endeavor as far as with your company now? As with the company now, we are getting more involved in diabetic supplies, diabetic shoes, which we've been doing for quite a while. Uh, The three of us, all of us going to school, got our diabetic uh, certificate and stuff. Uh, We deal with uh, the shoes and the strips and the lancets and meters and all that, and we're pushing diabetic supplies and equipment now. That's very important, especially in our community. Yeah, I was just about to say, very that's extremely important. important nowadays. Do you see yourself yeah, expanding? You know, uh, you, you talk about being licensed in Alabama and Mississippi. Do you see yourself expanding to maybe Georgia, Louisiana, Tennessee? No, been licensed in Georgia. With the cost it takes to even go to Georgia, we we've been through that before, and we just left Georgia alone because the patient load went down, and it costs more to go see five patients because you're losing a whole day. Okay, yeah. The financial is not worth it. So we're we're going to stick with Mississippi and Alabama now. We don't see no expansion crossing any other state line. Good, that's a good model. That's a good model right there. Did you ever have oh, yeah. to uh, approach like the small? We were talking about the small business association earlier. Did 
Did you guys have to approach any entity like that as far as for your startup? No. Actually, we started up and still doing it, uh, marketing uh, hospitals, doctor's offices, clinics, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, once we can get our foot in the door, we can show them what we can do and our quick turnaround on doing, uh, filling orders that they sent us. Uh, they're very much satisfied with our work, and the orders just keep coming in. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because I, I would imagine that you definitely would have to have a, a great re- working relationship with the hospitals and, and also the suppliers um, mm-hmm. that supply you guys for everything that you would need uh, to conduct uh, your company. True. true. We, every year uh, I go to what they call a med trade show where everything I need is is there and it's, you know you can catch it, catch it at a good price at these type things. And you buy in bulk, and that holds you for a while, and it keep, it keeps your cost down, which makes a lot of sense. E I Sam's Club, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much is what it is because you buy in bulk when you go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh. Mr. Harrison, we appreciate you. Could you just give everybody a brief uh, uh, history on your company again and uh, let them know where you're located at and how they can get in contact with you if they have families in these uh, particular states? Okay, yes, I can. Uh, We are a durable medical equipment company. We're located at 3600 Blue Cut Road, Suite 8, uh, right across from the Social Security office in Columbus. And we provide set up just like people are in the hospital, a hospital bed, home oxygen, CPAP, BiPAPs, diabetic supplies, diabetic shoes, bedside commodes, walkers, canes, manual wheelchairs, uh, rollators, which are the uh, walkers with the seat on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're open from 8 to 5. Our number is 662-240-0460. And once again, we thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to uh, let everybody know a little bit more about your company. And hopefully we will see better and bigger growth for you guys in the near future. Thank you I very much. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys letting us on your show. All right. All right. Thank thank you, All right. You guys have a good evening. All right. You also. Bye-bye. All right, Al, uh, definitely with the diabetic side of it, man, we, we definitely got to take care of our yeah, people. Uh, that's a big thing that's going on in the African-American community, especially with the uh, quote-unquote stigma that our great state of Mississippi had but with, with our fried food. Um, mm-hmm. Just like that lady was on uh, 106 Apart said, we fried Kool-Aid. I'm still trying to yeah. figure that one out. <laughs> I ain't never heard of fried Kool-Aid. Maybe. I'm from Mississippi, and I ain't never heard of fried Kool-Aid. Now, you know they recently changed. Their studies recently changed. I know. what what, what you know, where, they, where they had us listed as the most unhealthy, the, the, the unhealthiest state. And um, Texas blew us out of the water. Wow. Wow, All right. Okay. Um, well, Al, we're going to let you. That's crazy right there. But, Al, we're going to let you go ahead and uh, bring in our <laughs> next guest. Let everybody know who's coming up uh, right now. All right, to those listening to the Middleman Talk Show today, we're now bringing in our second guest of the day. His name is uh, Mr. Greenwood. Um, he owns his own uh, scented and uh, lamp fragrance company. And uh, I met um, the son, Samoan, in the mall when I was in Jackson one day. And um, I informed that I was going to 
bring them on our show, man, so we can discuss about their product and, and their company. So we're going to get into this interview right now. Uh, Mr. Greenwood, are you on? I am. Yes, sir. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. How about yourself? We're doing great. We appreciate you for uh, taking out the time for this uh, brief interview uh, about your company today. Thank you, sir. Uh, would you start off by, uh, you know, giving us uh, just some background information uh, about your company, uh, where you are located, who you all serve, and, um, you know, if maybe somebody can reach you all who, are, who may be interested in uh, getting some of your products? All right. First of all, I'd like to say I appreciate you having us on your show today. And uh, this is a family-owned business. My son, Simone, as you had mentioned, is on the line as well. My wife also is on the line, Lisa. And um, we are a family-owned business. Started out in our home, and we, the Lord has blessed us so that we just that to branch out so we could cater to everyone. And right now we're located in the mall, North Park Mall, and our business is called Scented Creations, where we, as you stated already, we have lamps and oils. That's what we do in the oils or scented oils for your home, for your cars. And we do also sell body oils. This is okay. uh, what we have. And some of the difference between our oils and other oils that you may have come in contact with or may be familiar with, our oils are not water-based. They are not alcohol-based. They are strictly oil-based, so they will burn longer. And okay. also, one note. Yes, sir. I was just about to ask you that, too, because I, I've, Notice that a lot of kiosks and, and a lot of the malls do offer um, the oils. And and what what are some uh, what are some of the therapeutical things that your oils can do for people? Because I know certain smells can make people feel better, uh, make your home feel a little bit more homely. If that even if that that's even a word, but what are some of the things that benefits <laughs> of the oils that you guys have? Well, now one thing you look at too the different types of oils, and and as you well know, oils set different moods and do motions and as you said therapeutic mm-hmm. I myself am a, am a allergy person I take okay. shots monthly I take a shot once a month for allergies so I'm very sensitive to certain things I can't be around certain colognes and things like that because it would trigger my allergies but with the oils that I have I've not experienced that it's not to say that it's uh, free of that but I've not experienced it and I am like I said one that is very sensitive to that so the oils, because they're not alcohol and water-based, they're more pure. And they do okay. set a very delicious, I would say, fragrance for your home. Um, right. Moves that you can set because of the different types of fragrance that we have, you can put one for just about any mood that you want to set in your home or car for that instance. Okay. Yeah, because I, um, I purchased two cents uh, when I was in Jackson. I was uh, speaking to uh, Simone, and um, I love them. I have I bought one lamp for my office, and, like, that first day that I brought it in, it, it took over the whole office, and, like, everybody was like, what is that? Where did you get right, that? Right, right. <laughs> on that note, I'd also like to say this about our lamps. Our lamps are not fire. We don't deal with the tea light candles. We do no fire at all. Our, our lamps are, are lamps. They're lights. So one thing I like to stress, too, is once you burn those tea light candles with the oils, if it gets overwhelming to you in your home or wherever, you have to blow those candles out. 
with my lamps, we have them where they are adjustable. All you do is turn a knob on the side of the direct plug-in, or we have the corded lamps where you can adjust a knob on the lamps as well. So you can turn it up and down instead of having to blow it out. So the only thing you have to do is just add oil to it every couple of days or so, uh, depending on how hard or how much you burn your fragrance. Wow, that's that now that's good right there because I, I'm fearful of some of those older style lamps where you know you you got to stay up and watch them because if they burn out, oh my God, they have a nasty smell to them. Right, right, right. Well, like I said, these doesn't burn like that. And if you happen to leave home and leave it burning, you don't have to worry about it again because it's a light, it's not a fire, and you don't have to wait for the candles to burn down, and you don't have to go and buy candles again. Again, we these are just strictly lights. Now, one, one question we would like to ask you is, especially with your company, and, and it's one of those type of products where some people will buy and some people will not buy. Were there any challenges when you started your business, um, you know, just keeping the momentum going as far as people buying your product year-round? Are there any challenges with that? Well, to be honest with you, when we first started, the business went out by word of mouth. And once I started, my first few customers came out, and I had a few cars that I did pass out, but by word of mouth, once one started talking about it and it got out that way, then it began like a chain effect. So there really wasn't that much of a challenge once people uh, saw it because one thing about the lamps, the lamps are a decorative piece, first of all. So if you don't even turn the lights on, they are a decorative piece for your home. Then okay. if you turn them on, you're getting the fragrance from it, and it lights up to show it as a bigger decorative piece. And also they can be used as a nightlight for if your grandchildren or if your children comes over or whatever, um, you can use them also as a nightlight. So wow. that part of it really wasn't that much of a challenge. It was just a fact of getting it out there. Right, right. And did you have any challenges outside of word of mouth? Do you guys run any radio commercial, television commercial? Or do you just use the general traffic of the mall uh, to help you guys build up your base of customers? At the present time, that's that's what we're using, just that, the traffic and by word of mouth. I'm I'm looking into now getting on radios, and that's why I appreciate you so much for inviting us on your station to help us get it out there now. Thank you. Yes, sir. We also have Facebook and um, the cards. And, right, and our business cards. Avenues. Right, we, it's different avenues, you know. It's always good to be able to um, pass out a card here and there. And, you know, we have displays and things that um that we let people see. So, you know, yeah, it's different ways to, um, to let the people know Family members are on the job. Right. Oh, yeah. I can imagine, because um, like Al was saying, if you have a particular smell in the place and you walk in, it makes you feel like, right. man, what is that? I got to have it. Um, do you guys have any particular scent that you would like to tell everybody that this is the one, the top seller, this is the one you need to get? No matter what you do, just get it. Well, I'll I, I be honest with you, there's one that has hit the, hit the road running, and that was called Coco Mango. And it has taken over. Previously, I had uh, Lucy Pearl Lucy and Pearl. Brazilian Breed were my top sellers, oh, and they still do good. But the Coke Mango, after I got it, and it just it just took off. Wow! Mostly uh, females or males? A little both. Well, the pretty walls are for anybody. They're for everybody. Okay. Do you have anything right, specifically right, right. gendered? 
you know, like some are just for men or some are just for women. Do you have anything of that nature that, that's designed for that? Oh, yeah, body as far as your body oils, now let me let me let me make sure I clarify that. As far as your body oils, right, right, we do have different things of body oils. You know, we have um, also the name brand body oils at that. As far as like Ed Hardy, Michael Jackson, we have Ralph Lauren. Dose Hold on, did you say Arnold. Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson <laughs> has his own body oil, so you know, it feels yeah. pretty good too. That's the thing. <laughs> So for everybody out there, if you want to smell like the king of pop, the king of pop, you got to head on over there and pick your bottle. Wow. Right. We also, <laughs> even right. We, also have women too. we also have them for women, too. We also have them for women, too. I mean, from Patti LaBelle to Kim Kardashian to Beyonce, it doesn't matter. Now, in my town, just, you know, me and my family, we're mall. We, everywhere, every city we go, every state we go, we go to the mall. We just that type of family. Now, what would what would set your display apart? Because I see a lot of kiosks. Are you guys in the in the actual store, or do you have a kiosk? We have a kiosk. We have a kiosk okay. there. Now, now, I'd like to plug this in. One thing too, okay. we also have a um, set up at downtown at a place called the Steamboat. Okay. Um, you, you can also find our products down at the Steamboat. Uh, What's that address? Off, off of. Jackson, it's off of Capitol Street. Okay. Okay. Um, would you happen to have that number where, just in case someone may be driving, because we got people that are listening all across the country where they could be driving through down 20 and go through Jackson and maybe like, man, I need to smell good before I get to my destination. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> we will be more glad to hook anybody up that comes in there. And, and you know, as you well know, that the different chemistry, your body chemistry, the uh, oil smell different with you. So we have one there that you can smell, uh, you know, samples where you can test out to see what smells good on you. That's right. You right. Know. One quick question I wanted to ask. Um, one thing that's really important to us at the Middleman Show is family. That's something that we are very adamant about. Can you talk about, you know, the thing, because family-owned businesses, it seems like nowadays they're, they're becoming less and less can you talk about the importance of having a family-owned business? Okay, the family-owned business. It's 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 the thing where once I believe in, I'm, I'm a Christian man, and I believe in a family that prays together stays together. So I think once you put something together with a family, you've got a unit there where you are showing not only just the unity that's there, but you're showing others around about you that there can be unity and a stabilization within a family and it helps build the family it helps build the community because if you start at home then you can spread abroad and you can build your community even better when you start at home and showing that there can be unity that's there mm-hmm. put it together so okay. it shows the stability that's there as well it also helps to strengthen the family ties that we have by working together Ensuring that families can work together. That's mm-hmm. true. That's a good. That's a good sight, and that's something we definitely need to see with you guys being in a most visible place where people can see. Uh, uh, how many of you guys work at the spot at one time? Is it one per you know one per time, or do two? You know, most of the family be there. Most of the time we have one there, but on occasions we have two of us that are there, and. Um, 
We stretch it out like that. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. Most time you'll, most time you'll see me here. Just a moment, talking to you. Most time you'll see me here. Uh, you know, um, you just try to make sure that somebody does stay here though, because you know we we don't want to miss anybody. We want everybody to be happy. You know, everybody loves to have their house, apartment, business, church, anything they have smelling good. So, you know, basically as long as the mall open, we'll be here. All right. Once again, could you give everybody the name of your company and uh, your phone number, how we can get in contact with you? And do you guys have a website? The website we don't have yet. We're working Uh-oh. on that. That's why we are here. We are the middlemen. Y'all need to make sure y'all stay in contact with Brother Allen over there. We got some people Most we need def- to link y'all up with. Most definitely. I just did that. But, again, the name of our company is Synthet Creations. The address is 1200 East County Line Road, North Park Mall. Also, the Riverboat Shop at 210 East Capitol Street, Suite M135. And our number is 601-573-8382. Or, Simone, go ahead and give him your number. Yeah, you need to reach me. My name is Simone Greenwood. And my number is 601-906-9726. All right. We, we definitely thank you guys for tuning in with us today, and hopefully we can help you guys spread and get a little bit more business out there. For everyone that's traveling out there, going through the mighty state of Mississippi, make sure you stop in and play these wonderful people a visit. Uh, once again, thank you very much for uh, calling into the show and letting us know a little bit more about your company. Thank you very much for having us. All righty. Alan? All right. All right, we're back. And, um, wow, interesting. Interesting company uh, service that is needed, I would say. When you all say? Yes, yes. I need to smell good. I need my, I need my, uh, uh, what's that? Man, I'm so old school. Old Spice, baby. Old Spice. Oh, man. What the? Old Spice? You might as well get some brew. Uh, let's move on to the next guest because Kevin play. ain't talking about that. Why don't I go ahead and bring in our next guest because Kevin ain't going to move over here. Um, these are some guys, um, young black entrepreneurs who started their own hunting company called Impulse Hunting. Um, they're, they're, in, they're from Mississippi. Um, one goes by the name of Rodney Johnson. The other one is Benjamin Rush. I'm going to go ahead and bring these two intelligent black men in so they can inform them about their hunting company. I know everybody has a lot of questions about um, their company and being African-American and hunting, you know, it's kind of different for me because I I didn't grow up hunting, so I don't know anything about hunting. But um, let's go ahead and get these guys on and um, let them talk about their company. Hello, Rodney and Ben, y'all here? Yeah, we here. Hello. Okay. Appreciate y'all for um, calling in the show today, man. We want to um, let you all uh, talk about your company and, you know, how you all started. You know, what's the uh, next endeavors for you all that you all want to get into and uh, what type of services that, you know, you all provide with your company and what you're looking to provide and who you're looking to provide the service for. Well, we appreciate you uh, for having us. And, um, you know, the way we got started, me and Ben, we, we've been hunting all our lives. And like you said, hunting is something that a lot of a lot of people are not exposed to. But me and him being from the country and, you know, growing up in in that type of situation, we just hunted all our lives. 
and and we got to looking at how much money really that we spend in, in hunting and you know watching it on the TV and how much we spend in Walmart and we got to thinking that you know this may be a, something that we want to tap into. So um, we started filming ourselves I'd say about three years ago, and and right now we're currently currently have a um, hunting production coming in and uh, we're trying to launch our DVD, um, and and pretty much we're trying to get picked up by a network or or either get signed by a bigger corporation right now. Um, as far as our hunting going, like I said, we we're really just trying to take this hunt to a whole another another level. As far you know, break boundaries with it. But like mm-hmm. you said, not a lot of minorities are not exposed to the hunting. You know, you may pass through it on the hunting network on your TV and see it. Um, you know, but but as far as us breaking boundaries, we we feel like our um, our company will will be able to do that as far as impulse hunting. So, okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, could you explain uh, to our listeners out there um, what type of hunting methods that you all use when you all hunt and um, either bow and arrow or guns, what you all use as far as your expertise? Well, well we uh, we use both rifle and bows, but uh, we've been using our bow a lot a lot more lately. We're really, you know, deep into bow hunting. And the message that we want to relay to the public is, uh, is family values. It's, it's a lot to be said that you can relate the, you know, hunting to actual real life, it teaches you patience. It teaches you hard work, perseverance, and also dedication. And 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 first and foremost, it teaches you discipline as well. And we feel though that if we can expose these uh, these lessons, these life lessons that you can be learned through hunting, through some of the public that is not exposed to hunting, we could be making, you know, major ground. And exposure is, is really one of our biggest one, one, one of our biggest things, want to expose the part of the public that is not really into hunting or, or really just don't know anything about hunting. And the love that we have for hunting and the love that can be shared through the outdoors, you know, we really feel like it should be, you know, exposed to different segments of, of our society. Right. I, I got a question. If, say it for, uh, this is Kevin with the middleman. Um, if we wanted to take our co-host Jean out to hunting in the middle of the woods, what are some of the things we need to prepare ourselves to do? Because I got a friend that hunt, ain't no way on God's green earth I'm getting up that high in the tree in that early in the morning. But what are some of the challenges and some of the things you guys face as far as getting people to understand that it's a fun activity? Um, uh-huh. It's also helpful as far as when it comes to gaining meat and, you know, filling up uh-huh. that little deep freezer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? The first step is just getting them out there. When you see that sunrise uh, in the morning time, it, 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 there's no other words to be said or couldn't explain it. Once you hear those birds chirping and uh, seeing those squirrels and birds, you know, running around, and you, you, you see your first deer, it's a feeling that you can't explain. And you have to be out there in the outdoors. You can watch it on TV all day long, but to actually experience it for yourself in, you know, the wild outdoors, that's that's really you know, that word, the, you know, the love of hunting really comes in that it's, it's the actual exposure and the actual experience of being out there in the woods. Right. But but also with one of the one of the things being said that getting them out there in the morning time, that's kind of been one of my biggest hurdles as far as exposing kids to it. And, you know, because you have to get up so early. That you, oh, you know, yeah. You, most times we're out there, we're, we're out there before day breaks. Uh, like he said, it's a real discipline sport. You have to have your, your, scent, your scent right because a lot of people think, you know how hard it is to go out and shoot a deer. You know, but it, it actually, like I said, me and Ben, we use a bow. It takes a lot of technique. You have to, you know, they can't smell you. 
you have to be up there and be set up. And, and, and with us filming, it's extra hard because we have to get our uh, camera up the tree. Uh, we have to film. We, you know, we can't shoot until somebody, you know, until we actually have the deer in, in footage range. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lot of hurdles. And like I say, introducing kids to it, that's one of our biggest steps is getting them out to bed early at 5 in the morning and, and keeping them still, you know, not running deers off. But, you know, that's yeah. something when we take <laughs> the kids out, we take them to, you know, some of our deer houses. And that, that way they can move around a lot more, you know, in a right. deer house and shoot it. But that, just getting them outdoors. Off the, yeah. off, off the place, PlayStation 3, out of, you know, off the streets, uh, just something different, you know. And that, that's something that we really want to bring with this, this company. And, you know, people seeing us on TV, um, seeing our DVDs in stores, telling, you know, just something different. I think yeah. that we have to offer. Right, right. Now, but, I can't now, say... I, I'll say this much, you know, because I'm, I'm an experienced hunter myself. What? Hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell you. No, my uncle used to take me up to Columbus, you know, and uh, he would take me out, you know, and, and, and show me how to shoot and everything. You know, I shot a rabbit in the foot with my BB gun when I was 11. I'm telling y'all right now. Nice. 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 I'm telling you. But no, nice. Okay, seriously, though, from the uh, from the aspect of, just like you said, getting those kids off the PlayStation, off the Xbox and everything, you talk about just the, the exercise aspect of it. Because, I mean, it's you, you really get out there, you get to running, you, you know, you, you do your thing. It's, you know, in, in your case, you're using bowls, so it's a lot of technique, but there's also a lot of finesse that you have to do. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So just from the exercise we, we aspect, you know, how good is that for everyone? The exercise aspect, I mean, Ben can tell you, we, we do... <laughs> We put a lot. We put a lot into our uh, hunt as far as scouting. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of times, like I said, we we don't really use ATV because they're so loud. Exactly. We we honestly we we may walk over a mile just to our stands, hold you know, hauling the equipment, the bows, you know, things like that. We're pretty much out walking around all day long. He can tell you during hunt season, we you know, honestly we lose ten to fifteen pounds every hunt season. Yeah. And you know, me and him, we we kind of get in these macho matches, so. We'll drag the deer, you know, home sometimes. <laughs> wow. You know, Hold up. Like Seriously. Just, Hold up. Yeah, yeah, we, We're yeah. talking about but, um, maybe a couple of hundred pound deers. You guys are carrying yeah, yeah. deers. Oh, yeah. What? Well, they have, they have, they have a sling. Uh, they have a, a, a technique where we can just put it on the harness and kind of drag it. So drag it's not it. like we just caveman throwing it over our shoulders. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, we drag, we drag wow. it on the harness. But like I said, it's really... Really challenging as far as that goes, working out, like I said. Mm-hmm. And just putting up stands in the preparation, like I said, we oh, do yeah. rabbit, rabbit hunt, dove hunt, quail hunt, any pretty much any type of hunting, we do it. We we do it. One so, like I, I said, like rabbit hunt included. One thing I would like to ask you guys in reference to you guys' DVD, now I do, I'll be honest, I sit down sometimes and I watch the fishing shows and I watch some of the hunting shows. Right. One thing I noticed, there are not a lot of African-Americans in that realm. Exactly. Now, what will you exactly. guys bring different to that particular genre outside of what we're already seeing? If you do, you know, like some of the people that do watch it, what are you guys bringing different? Well, well, you see, uh, you know, we, we're hunting, it's, it's more realistic. You know, we don't have the, the thousand, two thousand acres of land. We hunt on small parcels of land where the deer are really spooky. They didn't heard gunshots. They looked up in the tree and seen people in trees before. So, you know, to us, we have a, a bigger challenge of uh, just, just hunting spooky deer. And these deers are not, you know, they're, 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 they're spooky, they're shaking, they've been chased by dogs. And, you know, it's just our hunting technique shows you the way hunting really is. You know, you see on TV, you walk out 
in the woods, you see a 170 class buck, but you're just walking out in the woods, and then they kill it, you know, and then the show over with. Here, you know, it's more of a reality of the way we hunt and the location where we hunt from. It takes a lot more planning, it takes a lot more strategy, and it takes a lot more technique just based on our uh, geographic location where we hunt at. Right. So it's really kind of an A lot of those, I've seen a hunting show before, and a lot of the times, it just just like you said, it's not really that realistic. Like, yeah, you guys are going out there, but you're going out with all this equipment, all this tracking stuff and everything. I think from your Mm -hmm. standpoint, it's kind of more educational for somebody who might be just starting to get an internet. Yeah. It's more realistic. Like being said, a lot of those hunts you see on TV are people spending four and five thousand dollars. Pretty much, they have the deer picked out before they even get to the place. You know, they, it, it, it's not really realistic to what the everyday hunter faces. Like I said, us being you know two young black men, I think it's just be more of a realistic thing to see us on our own farm. And like I said, we do shoot a lot of those. And, you know, every now and then we'll take a trophy class book, but realistically, we're realistic hunters. No, it, it's something that realistic fishermen. It, it's something that you don't you can relate to. Like a lot so of you guys relate to fishing to also. That big of a deer. Yes, mm-hmm. sure do. Okay, oh, so, yeah. so you're oh, coming yeah. to fishing. So you're doing a whole yeah, game aspect of, of, of all yeah. you know yeah. that type of sport. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of people don't realize it is a sport. And I know Jen is yeah, over exactly. here freaking out because we're killing Bambi. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of quiet. I'm kind of quiet. You know, I'm not as far as, like, yeah. PETA or anything, but, like, you know, yeah. I I don't like killing but, 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 you know what, we, we've had that battle also with, with people, but and then I think about that is when you, you're driving that $300,000 Lexus down the road and, there's a two-hour well, jump out there, so they jump out, <laughs> you know. So, you know, know everybody loves the deer until they run out in the middle of the highway. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somebody need to kill off these deer. Oh, yeah. We play a... What? Uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we play a, big, uh, uh, a huge role, hunters do, in uh, right. herd management. And, and people are that is a major role, uh, I mean, um road to take it because here just in Lafayette County they they're thinking about extending the hunt season and allow bow hunters to hunt within the city because there's an overpopulation of deer. So hunters play a, a very major role in keeping that herd um uh, in check, you know, so you know the 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 population of deer, you know, have risen and it's still on the rise. Mm. And um just like what Rodney was saying with car accidents and also with farmers with crops and with gardens. You have to look at the total aspect of it. And uh, you know, some and deer a lot of areas are really problematic. Oh, so hunters right. play a very, very, very important role in and you know, in herd management, uh, management and keeping the you know, the deer herd in check. Yes. Well, we we would like to thank you guys for tuning in and hopefully we can uh get you guys to come back and talk about that D V D when you get have, has everything been completed with the um first Installment or anything of that nature? Uh, well, we, we're still in the beginning phase, and that's that's why we're saying that uh, pretty much, you know, we're, we're any help that anybody can offer us, or any you know, any, any help that anybody can offer us right now, pretty much, like I said, we're still in the beginning phase of with the DVD and everything, and um, like I said, hopefully by by after next year, sometime it will be completed and be ready. Okay. Sure. Could you give us the name of your company? Um, contact information website so everybody if you got any people out there that would like to hunt y'all go ahead and uh, make sure you hit these brothers up right here exactly right okay our company name is Impulse Hunting uh, and my, our phone number is my phone number is 662-312-7472 and uh, we have an email which is um, 
Mississippi spelled out the word Mississippi, the number 14 at hotmail.com. And you can give me your number. Okay, yeah, my number is 404-861-0395. And also, I can be reached at Ben, B-E-N, Rush, R-U-S-H, Jr., at gmail.com. Man, any, any, you know, any, any help that anybody can extend, even if it's just somebody that has land that's overpopulated with their needs, somebody, you know, we'll be happy to come to your wherever you are in the United States and, and, and take care of that problem for you. <laughs> hey, we'd like to thank Absolutely. you guys once again for calling in, and uh, hopefully, man, we would like to uh, see much success and see you brothers on TV very soon. Thank you. Thank All you. right, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you All for right, your thank time. You. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Jen. Yes. We ain't got no way to kill tofu, so we sorry. Ain't no, uh, I know, ain't no I know, like the tofu. poor deer. Like, how can you do that? Like, oh my goodness. How, like, you know what? One thing that I thought was pretty cool is that they hunt with bows. I just read this like awesome book. Was a series of books called The Hunger Games, and like they mm-hmm. hunted with bows. So like, I thought that was like super cool and interesting. Um, However, I don't know about killing deer. Like, I just, my heart can't, I can't do it. All right. Have you ever seen the front of a, uh, a El Dorado after a deer ran into it? No, I don't think I well, probably Well, Nicky, Nicky Rowe, man. I my mama car, and I think I shot that deer about eight times. Yeah. And that's hard, because those are some tough animals. Like, seriously, you know, I've seen a couple of them take a couple of shots and keep going. Yeah, that's why I had to shoot them eight times, man, because, uh, you know, he hit the side of the car, and I think he probably broke his neck or legs or something. And he was just in the middle of the road, and all that. I just, pop, pop, pop. I shot him up, man. Hate crime. So for, Kevin so for the state troopers that were looking for the murderer of that young deer, uh, his name uh-huh. is Kevin. <laughs> hey, man, we have some great guests today, animal. man. We appreciate everybody that did tune in with us today on this spotlight of black businesses. Um, go back and listen to this show if you miss, need any of that contact information or you want to spread it to somebody that definitely can use it. Make sure you go back and download this show. It is downloadable. Spread it through an email or whatever the case may be. And let them know, hey, these are businesses that we need to support. Brother Al, go ahead and take it over, bro. Most definitely want to appreciate everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show today. Today we introduced and spotlighted three black entrepreneurs which was Hawatha Harrison with Global Pharmaceutical uh, Company. His web address, uh, Kevin, is www.gpcms.com. So if you all are in need of any type of uh, you know therapeutic pharmaceutical equipment, make sure you go and check out his website. Uh, also, we um, uh, interviewed uh, Samoan Greenwood and also his father and also his mother. They have their own company, Sendit Creations, and they are based in Jackson, Mississippi. They have two locations, and um, make sure if you all are ever in the Jackson, Mississippi area, go to the North Park Mall and uh, go by their booth. They got some great stands. And uh, our last guest of the day was Rodney Johnson and also Benjamin Rush uh, for Impulse Hunting, two young black entrepreneurs um, in the hunting realm. So that's something that you don't see. A lot, so we have some interesting people today, and it's like I said, this is what we're going to do every now and then, and probably on some uh, special shows, we're going to introduce some uh, young or just black entrepreneurs in general. So, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Show today. 
Make sure you tune in to Talk of the Tower with Nick Eden this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. And we yes, do so. And this Thursday, now, this Thursday, we'll right. go ahead and give them the topic right now. This Thursday show is Am I Hot or Not? Everybody Ooh. says they are ready to be in the music game. But we're going to sit there and we're going to talk Thursday about, are you really ready? Can you really handle it? Are you hot enough? A lot of people can't handle it, A lot of folks can't. They don't know what they're getting themselves into. They really don't. They hot like three sixes. Boy, stop. (laughs) Wow. Make sure y'all tune in next week to the Middleman Talk Show. Again, same time, same hour, same website, same middleman show, same middleman host. Everything the same, man. The topic different, but we're the same people. Yeah, topic different. That's right. Every week, Sunday. And we start on time, man. 5 p.m. Central, not 6 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Eastern time. We still got to clear that up, man. We've been doing this for two and a half years, and folks still coming in at 6 o'clock mark. It's cool, though. It's cool, though. Joe Jackson. <laughs> it's cool, though. Hey, Joe Jackson on, didn't he? I mean, I feel like they need to get the sound. You know, do they need to get the sound today, G? No. You got his Travis Smiley on today. Yeah. Joe Jackson. Here we go. Didn't I tell you to do Here we go. Bus. Here we go. Man, let's take it out, man. I'm Middle Man Shawty. Big Crit Shawty. Now, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for. Go take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey man. Yep. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna shoot me a, a bear. No. Bear. You trying to get mm-hmm. that rug up in the house? Yeah man, I want it live and direct. Little blood on the teeth. Ooh. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Oh. I know some Mexicans that'll get that joke for you. <laughs> man, have you ever seen them cheddar Don't mannequins? Don't say up? that. Yeah. Don't say oh, that. No. Have you seen when a black bear tear up the car? Yeah. <laughs> man. Tell you give me one of them. Hey, man, real talk. Tell a while. Real talk. Nick, what in the world are you doing hunting, man? You I know, right? You just, your hands too soft to be hunting. Man, Nick, what the hell? <laughs> Man, dude, I come from a military family. Life. We've been handling guns all our life, dude. Really? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm Nick still waiting on my uncle to give me his uh, Boy, that thing pounds. Are you like a 007 or something? You got like a secret life and now you're a hunter? I know. Nick, Nick probably is. Nick, 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 hey, you talking about me being down with the NRA? Yeah, buddy. Tell them yourself. Right. Nick, Hell no, no NRA, no regulation. No, sorry. Nick, you're down with the NRA. Just say, hey, I had one right now. Ow. 
That's why that's why you got like called shot in uh, Colorado. <laughs> Hey, there hey, you go. Nick, 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 so after after we shoot the reality show, it's gonna be ten weeks. Uh, I'm growing my beard back. I miss my beard. <laughs> yeah, I need mine back too, but I ain't gonna do the day. You gonna grow it, man? You gonna grow it like a Teddy B or uh, Barry White? Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's another one, man. It's another one up, another one down for y'all. Get too carried away. We appreciate everybody that stayed on the line listening with us. This Sunday. Make sure you're tuning in again and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. It's going down. Middleman Talk Show. If you don't, this is what we're going to do. Put the motherfucker A little delay on that, but that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Tell me, you slipping. I know. Hard. Yes, yes. We got Yeah. It. We yeah. need to work on that. I know. Done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.